0: Len Memorand is a hack. Hello. I am Warden Wilson Matua of the Three Sheets National Reserve. Whiskey bottles die every day. Three Sheets to the Mouse was created to meet the global challenges of sobriety. It is my job to tell you that
1: only with great debauchery and adored language can you be in harmony with nature. That is why I ask of you, all of you, Sin nudes. Fuck
0: that little pig. This is shit. I podcast my bad I know it sounds sorted,
2: but you'll be rewarded when well, at last I am given my you.
1: Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 95 of Three Sheets of the Mouse. We're five average guys with a love for all things Disney, and joining me on this week's show are three guys who aren't afraid to sit down in in a nice warm house with a drink with Dean Martin. Tim, Mikey,
0: baby it's cold inside,
1: (laughs) and Adam,
3: say what is in this drink,
1: (laughs) we're here to talk to you about some Disney parks, Disney booze, and a little bit of debauchery in between, so sit back, relax, grab a hot toddy, maybe slip a little GHB in there, and enjoy this week's episode of Three Sheets the Mouse, is that still a thing, what GHB?
4: Yeah. Ask Bill Cosby.
1: Yeah, ask Bill Cosby.
4: Like I said, is that still a thing? <laughs> well, I have read an article about this song. It was analyzed by a. It I don't know if a thing that I posted. Cultural Studies or some shit. About the. Um, that being a joke of the time. Right. Drinks were made very weak.
3: Well, that. And number. That the real reason, at least for me looking at it is that she doesn't want to necessarily go you're looking she at doesn't a time go and, and place that was drastically yeah. different she, she, than what we live in now where women didn't and weren't allowed to want sex so and you and order, you certainly
1: weren't allowed to stay over at some man's you know, house that you weren't though. married to I mean you had a curfew yeah
4: because people were going to talk yeah she was worried about people who would it, it's, it's so
1: overanalyzed it's fucking ridiculous and I still think Can't it's one we of my just
3: have bit. a nice melody and you know a kiss catchy... oh, I don't understand how the people in Florida listen to I'm dreaming of a white Christmas
1: and
4: the song was co-written by a woman. yeah it was ah. one of the first
1: ones ever
2: <gasps> it's so. ridiculous
1: people that people that uh, that are hating on that you know what I don't have time for you I just don't
3: no, it's also, Snowflays but it's the also the same who have no <laughs> yeah. problem with some other
4: songs. There are a lot worse. Oh, so... like Tim's
1: Tim's whole list. <laughs>
4: <laughs> well, there was a meme today that it was a, a DJ, a radio DJ. Somebody asked to play "Baby's Cold Outside." Said, Sorry, we can't play that. But here's Cardi B singing a song about eating somebody's ass. <laughs>
3: exactly. You know, baby back, baby got back is fine. That oh, song that's is good. Yeah, totally cool. that, there's nothing wrong with that one. <clears throat> well, because it's empowering oh yeah right doing the butt all sexy sexy
1: in the butt bob (laughs) speaking of what's in that drink tim how about you what do you got tonight
4: well, yesterday we went to Hershey Park and we stopped at Chobe's for dinner. And I've got the Mad Elf Ale. It's Ooh. only brewed this time of year with honey and cherries. It's very good. That sounds 11 good. Eleven percent alcohol. Whoa! Whoa. It's really. Like, yeah. It doesn't taste it's a hot it, though. One. You, you can't taste my, it though. That's you got very my dangerous. Address, right?
3: you
0: know. <laughs> we'll have to get out I there because we only picked pack. up we'll the have one get there six again.
4: pack. Yeah, I only picked up a six pack, so
1: we'll have to get out there again before we <laughs> get 11%. That's 66% alcohol by the time you're done. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, I only got three in here, you're so that's only 30. That's how <laughs> that works.
4: <laughs> Other three is still in the fridge. You know, 10 can plus you, 10, 10 equals 40, 20%. Party <laughs> man.
1: Oh, that sounds really good. Is is it looks like kind of like a porter or a stout? It it's dark. a red, a red, red, a red ale. Red. Oh, it's oh red. yeah, it's dark. Okay, That's a yeah, dark red, red ale.
0: Yeah. That's a dark red. It's a lot darker red than my drink last week.
1: Uh, your drink was pink. Oh yeah, pink.
0: pink Please don't. tell me. Red. <laughs> oh, it
2: was pink, dude. Come on now.
1: <laughs> you remember the last time someone had a pink drink on the show, Mikey?
4: Yeah, he got his pink slip. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Uh, Mikey, what are you drinking
0: today? I'm just today? saying. I'm just saying. What am I drinking? You know, I'm trying to redeem myself uh, for, <laughs> Thank uh, God. I guess, my, my nip slip last week. My uh,
3: <laughs> Your slippery nipple? <laughs> yeah, my slippery nipple.
0: Uh, I've got uh, I've got some uh, Woodford Reserve Double Oaked. It's a sweet oh. pick by one of my local uh, uh, stores down here.
1: That's good. That's really and, uh, good. I really do
0: like it.
2: I really do like
1: it. I know. That's, you know what? I... I like uh, I like bourbon but not as much as scotch that one to me it's got a lot more higher malt barley content and the plus combined with that double oak it's like super cherry and just beautiful it's a beautiful whiskey
0: yeah I was just gonna I would just say that it, it tastes really good
1: well that too
4: <laughs> you know what I don't like we uh, that's a cut off everybody else's what are you drinking last night we tried the uh, Metallica Blackened whiskey
3: how is that disappointing Very disappointing actually we tried it yesterday morning though to be fair well yesterday morning with breakfast
1: I think I'm going to swear off celebrity whiskeys because I got to try the um, the Conor McGregor whiskey Uh. they had they were pouring it as like a sample at Bottle King oh my God it is terrible it is really bad
4: but the Sinatra is really good. I will say it, really it, it tastes better than it smells. Yeah, it smells awful. Because it smells like magic marker. Oh, it's, so it's like it, it's ethanol. Really, it's Too much ethanol. It's super young. Yeah, it's super super young. super young. Very young. Yeah, not complex at all. And that's kind of shocking, considering who. Yeah, the it's, the, it's
1: a, the 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 whistle pig guy. Uh, yeah, Dave. Dave uh, whatever. Oh, I can't think of his name right now. Goulier. No.
3: But they they explain um the people we're hanging out with, like Todd I think told us this story. I'm not even sure who
4: it was it Todd or was it Josh? It was Josh, but every, I mean I already knew the story. They when they barrel it they put it in a room and they just blast Metallica music. I don't know what that's that gonna sitting. do to it. I really you know, don't It says it, it, it agitates the mash and the everything and it just I don't know. It can I mean, it, more, it, more of the oak flavor, but
3: it's supposed it, to anyway, it.
1: but no. that sounds super gimmicky. Uh, just I think. I think
4: mean, if you buy a bottle and you let it sit for two
1: years or so, and then try it, it probably. Be but good. what flavors yeah. is it going to pick up in glass? This is one that if you got like a case of that, so six bottles, and put it in like a five-gallon barrel, uh, and let or it even sit one of the for little,
4: little one-gallon barrels. Yeah, the one-gallon yeah.
1: barrels. Let it sit for maybe like three months or two months, and let it age in that. And then set it on fire.
3: Then you have a good (laughs) use for it. I mean, and a viral video that'll go crazy all over Facebook. Exactly. You have a blackened oak barrel filled with blackened. I do want a bottle just so I can
4: say I have one just to
3: keep it, but I'm not going to go out of my way now. Sort of like the bottle of Metz wine we have in the fridge. Yeah, because I have (laughs) it just for the conversation piece. That nobody can see because it's in the wine fridge lying down. Yeah. Well, I'll pull it out of it. <laughs> but, okay. but you know, Tim, at the end of the
1: day, that bottle is just going to lift your hopes up and let you down. Pretty much. <laughs>
3: just like the Mets. <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, so, Adam, what do you what are you? Wait, actually, hold on. Speaking of things that you don't like to drink, Mikey, you had Uh-oh. probably the strangest margarita. Oh, oh, oh. It yeah. scared me yeah
0: so Stephanie and I were at a at her her, uh, her bank's corporate uh, Christmas party last night and uh, we got there early its I was at a casino I'm pretty sure the casino is financed heavily by uh, not Warren Buffett but Jimmy and <laughs> um, because it's got Margaritaville everywhere everywhere is Margaritaville. And the five o'clock somewhere bar, and it's just, it's, and I thought, well, Margaritaville shit. I think they're known for margaritas. It's in the name. So I go down there. What? First, I walk up and I, and I say to the bartender, I says, what bourbons do you have? Hmm. And I I mean, I, I got what I expected, and then I got something I didn't expect. She, you know, she lists them off. We've got Maker's Mark, we've got Jack Daniels and Jim Beam. And we've got... What did she say? Oh, Wild Turkey. Uh, we've got Jameson. We've got... As soon as she said Jameson, I said, I'll just order a cocktail. Yep. I, I didn't want to say it, ma'am, that's not a bourbon. Yeah, you give just, up after a while. <laughs> yeah. So, I, I said, okay, I'll get a margarita. Because I have yet to have what I consider a really good margarita i had one at la cava but i ordered the wrong one it just wasn't for me it just i haven't had one that speaks to me that i really i can say no that's the kind of margarita i like and as i recall from some silly little uh youtube channel i watched where they were doing some cocktail mixing and what have you i remembered that uh what is it a traditional whiskey sour is made with egg whites yes that kind of just enough to coat the the inside of the glass really Mm -hmm. um so, so uh, something about the proteins in the egg whites, you know, help extract some. Fl- I don't know. It sounded good when he was saying it. I was like, "Well, I can't argue that because I've never tried it." So I said, "You know what? I want to try this. It's called the Living It Up Margarita because almost every margarita is named after lyrics from the song."
1: Oh boy!
0: You think I'm kidding? There's one about a, uh, a pop top and a flip flop in there somewhere. Oh, ew! That's, That's The margarita. next thing
3: I want to drink is somebody something named after a flip flop. <laughs> no, <laughs> it's actually it's
0: called it's called the Who's to Blame. Uh but, but yeah no I had to live it up and it starts off with I don't know anything really about tequilas. But uh some Herradura reposado.
3: That's good. It's decent.
0: Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh some Cointro. Cointro. Orange. Whatever. Contreau? Whatever. It's six to one, half a dozen of the gringo. <laughs> uh Grand some alignment. <laughs> Yes, Grand Mariner. <laughs> he was he, he, he was the best baseball player they had. He was Grand. He was the Grand Mariner. Uh, he had lime and orange juices, some uh, agave, and pasteurized egg whites. And I was like, well, okay, that makes it a little interesting. right? So they get out and they start making it, and she gets this little squeeze bottle that's got the egg whites in it, and she starts squeezing it in there, and Stephanie says, that's just in a bucket.
3: <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, the thing that kind of concerns me is the egg whites with the lime.
1: Yeah. Well, no, I, it, I get it. Yeah. So, when you're mixing a cocktail that calls for an egg white, what the egg white does is it actually gives this like silky texture to the cocktail. It actually helps to form a body of cocktail or a body of, of drink to it. And it That's creates some a foam. body of a on cocktail
3: top. you got there? No, oh, I got hey. a body of a cocktail for you. <laughs>
1: It actually creates a, a a higher viscous cocktail with a little bit of mouthfeel to it.
0: And you um, know, you'd probably, I probably would have noticed that if you know, I wasn't drinking it out of a straw because the damn glass was full of ice. I really think it was, it just. It, See, I mean, that should have been
1: it, served up.
0: Yeah. It wasn't. it well, no, it actually is served on the rocks. It says.
1: Yeah, that should that have doesn't been served make neat.
0: Sense. If you
3: should, it should have been, been shaken because you'd get the nice foam from the egg white. Right? Exactly. Mm-hmm.
0: Exactly. it would chill and then, and then, then you it serve up. it up.
3: It's not it's not not how I got it. And, and
0: the rest of us there were, you know, me, Stephanie and uh, two of her friends there um, went to a different bar in the casino uh, a little bit later than that and got Yeah, no I would have ran
1: away from that bar.
0: <coughs> yeah. And and we 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 came to the conclusion that that old gal just didn't know what the hell she was doing because all the drinks we got at, at the other bar had copious amounts of alcohol that you could taste. And it just seemed like it was built better. And, and, and when I asked the gentleman there about the bourbon selection, because I was hip to what was going on, it's all the same damn drinks. <laughs> at every... Because this was at the, the, the 5 o'clock names. somewhere. Uh, no, not even named differently. It's, it, it is all the same drink. So I, I asked him, what kind of bourbon you got? And he's like, gives me the same list. And I said, so basically you've got the same as everybody else. He says, yeah, for the most part. I said, well, can you, can you make me uh, an old-fashioned because they had makers.
1: Okay.
0: Is it gonna get old-fashioned? Yeah. Uh, they don't have bitters.
1: What? What? Wait, no for bitters. real? Yeah. What self-respecting That's... bar doesn't carry bitters? Yeah. A, 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 bar, that only, a bar that
0: only a bar that only makes what's on the menu, which is for the most part uh, tropical fruity beach drinks.
1: Uh, I can see that, yeah. but but there's still some there's still some like margaritas and daiquiris that do call, call for bitters.
3: Yes.
0: none of these because they have egg whites in them <laughs> instead of bitters. So yeah, that's uh, that's something I wouldn't recommend. If you ever at the Margaritaville anywhere, uh, don't don't get don't get the one with the minute.
1: <laughs> well, yeah, th- that's always a good option.
3: Yeah, and just definitely don't get it in your eyes. Yeah. But if
1: you do <laughs> own it, you swallow
0: might. it, just, uh, you know.
3: Grin and bear it. Oh, yeah. Expect the unexpected. Just when the last thing you wanted in your mouth was that.
0: <laughs> the the, the mouthfeel was, was not what I uh, was expecting, I Word guess.
1: to the wise, do not get a margarita with an egg white in it. Yeah, I just don't...
0: That is not how I make my margaritas. I think she used way too much, to be honest with you, because, Probably. I mean, she was hosing it down before. I mean, I know you do that before you do the rest, but, I mean, I would think you would just coat uh, the, the glass and then no. pour the excess out, which is the what whole I've seen point, before.
3: The whole point of it is it's supposed to be shaken to create that froth. Yeah, that's it's what supposed It's supposed to almost make it like a foam on top. And when you throw it over ice, you're killing the whole effect of the egg white. Yeah, there was no froth
0: because it'll God, make it had like that a frothy shit out. drink without adding like
3: it, it kind of replaces the cream yes. like if you want like that feel or that taste but it doesn't and it doesn't have an additional taste of cream right so it's and supposed you don't to you
0: have that whole milky liqueur
3: business going right. on you just so it's supposed to replace that but I don't get pouring it over ice and it kind of scares me that you're adding lemon to it because I would think that would be weird Unless you're not adding real lemon or lime juice, which is just another whole issue altogether. <laughs> the, the, yeah. the
0: menu says fresh.
3: Yeah, fresh means what? Freshly squeezed today or fresh right. from concentrate? <laughs> hey, 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 Freshly right. concentrate. <laughs> I've got some
0: fresh lime juice in my in yeah, my egg- fridge. I used it in my drink last
3: week. Yeah, it comes out of a little lime, right? A green plastic yeah, it's lime. Yeah, little, a little, little
0: plastic lime, because when you're done with it, then you can
1: put
3: it in the bowl with the rest of them.
1: <laughs> so, Adam, Adam, what are you drinking tonight?
3: I actually have a gin in San Pellegrino because I don't have tonic water right now. Yep. And I'm actually using Crosswater Gin. Made out here in Pennsylvania, out in Lewisberry, up by where the Millers live. So, it's very nice. decent. Yeah, very the nice. actually
1: gave him that bottle yes, yesterday.
3: They gave me Is the bottle yesterday. So, it's pretty decent.
1: Nice and botanical.
3: It's ve- it's a little more floral than I expected. Uh-huh. But it's good. Oh. I like it. And you can t- and you can tell it's hand labeled and bottled because like the label doesn't go all the way to the edge. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But it's, it's small really small batch fancy. handcrafted in Pennsylvania. Yeah, it's good. I mean well, You're but, lucky you got a cork on the top of that thing. I don't think it really is a cork.
1: <laughs> yeah. So uh so as uh, no, it's a a fake cork. Um as we talk about some some different drinks that we are having, I decided to bring out the uh, this this new this new whiskey that I got. <clears throat> it's called the Tullibardine. It's from Scotland. It's a thirteen year old uh, Highland single malt. But this one, and I'm very very excited to try this, is aged in chateauneuf du Pop casks.
3: oh
1: oh, um, it got is. My attention it is interesting I've seen Telebardine. it's a common Scottish whiskey but this is their Marquess collection Marqu- the Marquess is the uh, the oldest church in the Highlands uh, it dates back to like I want to say like 14 something 1488 and it's named after uh, Sir William Murray who is the second Marquess of Telebardine in Scotland and uh, this one smells absolutely amazing you guys love wine finished whiskeys yes well I, 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 I like miss- whiskey
4: finished wines this taste yeah. this
1: smells like everything great about Chateauneuf de Pop.
4: Nice. And? I think you, you
0: you took a bougie drink and double bouged it. Pretty much. And, oh my that's exactly god. That's exactly what it
1: was. That is I'm not a big fan of like port finished whiskies. Only because I think the syrupy grapeness kind of takes over a little bit but that is epic. It depends. See, for me, it really depends. If it's just a hint, I
3: like more of a hint than something that's going to punch me Mm -hmm. in the face.
1: Right. This is perfect. This has, like, all those perfect, like, wine, bold, anise, blackberry, currant notes to it with a little bit of black pepper Did you just say anise? No. They hate us. (laughs) 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 They hate us because they anise. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, no, this is really good. Wow. And, you know, it comes in a fancy box, like really fancy box that trifolds out, uh, and it's not that expensive for a 13-year-old whiskey.
0: So h- how not that expensive to you is not that expensive for a 13-year-old whiskey, Scott? That's Just, a good point. Uh,
1: <laughs> we had this conversation yesterday. MSR, MSRP on this one is about $70.
3: Okay. Okay. That's, not that's awful. That's no, not that's expensive. About, that's not too for bad. A, for, for, for a thirteen-year-old scotch, well, I wouldn't scotch. call it not Amazing. expensive. I've, at this point, it's holiday season. I would call it not awful.
1: Right. Thirteen-year-old uh, scotch yeah. is going to run you about that, but this one has, again, it has the extra, uh, bo- as Mikey calls it, bouginess, extra bouge, the extra bouge, <laughs> the yes. extra bouge uh, finished a level, in, an extra level of bouge, finished in some of the finest French wine casks. I mean, Highland Park Twelve is
0: like. Six 60 65 or so so really that's yeah for me down here that's what that is so <laughs> that yeah that would be uh about on uh, on the same level uh, yeah this is uh price.
1: this is really good so it spends it spends most of its time in first fill bourbon barrels and then it's recast for about six to eight months in the shafts enough to pop casts uh, for that last bit of maturation really but, good
3: but, but let's get real it's no R bag.
1: Oh, dude, our bake is amazing. Our <laughs> bake is good, right, Mikey? Yes,
0: <laughs>
1: it is good. Uh, a lot of uh, ice. <laughs> it's, 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 it's
4: And a lot of drinks good. before it. What I, does Trent I say? Be... Is like getting mouth fucked by an ashtray. Yep.
1: <laughs> uh, no, mouth fucked by a charcoal grill. I thought it was, or something like. There's a charcoal oh, grill like in that.
4: there. Whatever somewhere. it is, is yeah. <laughs> It really it's not good, it, whatever it is. It it's, makes this
0: makes people not want to drink it the way the way he describes it. It's not as awful when I've already had a few. Drinks.
1: See, I like the Lefroy <laughs> a little bit better because the Lefroy has a little bit more of the bacon and smoked meat to it than. What? Then uh, ah,
3: this is not ending well. <laughs> it's not.
1: <laughs> well, you know what? We'll just bring in James's meat straws. <laughs> yeah, i was just gonna
3: say Just drink the drink with the meat straw. You're gonna have smoke through there all if you want.
0: Uh, maybe that's why the one guy made uh, gravy for his breakfast biscuits using some Lefroyg because it had that smoky oh, meat, yeah, flavor. It's good meat smoke.
1: Meat Sausage smoke. gravy S- with La- made with the is is probably really good. So, as, uh, as, we, as we continue with the holiday <laughs> yeah, season. Yeah, segue this,
0: Scott. Good I'm luck. Let's, meat, let's <laughs> go for the meat pole. I'm just going to fucking Meatpole
4: steamroll right over that. I'm to, not going
1: to. There's going to be 30 seconds of Christmas music. I'm not I'm
2: not going to. There's going to be a long time of the world. We're going to win it around somehow. Christmas is starting now.
1: As we roll through the holiday season, we are midway through it, but just last week we had uh, we, we had probably one of the funnest nights on Three Sheets Nation where a bunch of us got together and watched the, the Candlelight Processional on the Disney Parks blog live uh, simulcast with our favorite, and now I want to uh, remind you guys what I said many, many weeks ago when we talked about who was the best narrator, Neil Patrick Harris. Oh,
4: hands down. Can got no argument from us. It, it, can someone said their Kurt favorite? Russell, but
1: I don't know can, who that was.
3: Can we call him our favorite if he's the only one we've ever seen?
1: Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he, he, well, listen, he's
3: uh, he's done the best job uh, as far as
4: I know. If you go yeah. down the list of who they get without seeing them, you know who you're going to like. I would I mean, think
3: there are a few that I would still like to see,
4: just I'd go see curiosity. the fat one.
3: Yeah. The fat one. Joey Fatman.
4: The fat Joey one. Fat one. The fat oh, one. Fatone. I think he'd be interesting. Uh, uh, you know what? He's a great. Well, that showman. depends. That depends. Is he gonna do it like a Backstreet Boy, or is he gonna do it? He as was his an in sync. Fat... He was oh, an in sync. Sorry, I wasn't a, a boy band fan. But he
3: was yeah. also on Broadway for a little while too. He was.
4: But I want to see him do it as his character on Big Fat Creek Wedding. Then he I'm was, and he's actually a
0: pretty funny guy.
4: So I mean, I wouldn't mind see it. There's a there were there's always a few that I wouldn't
3: mind seeing, but that's always the problem when I'm trying to book a trip. 4 December, is that you never know who you're going to get.
1: Until, like, about a month before. Like, around late a- October, early November, they start to release the, uh, list. Yeah, and it's, it's
3: by that point, you- it's too perhaps late perhaps to try and, you- and book something.
1: Unfortunately, that's not when you can book around your favorite narrator. You kind of just get lucky in whoever's there. Yeah, sort of like you Neil know, Patrick leader. Harris
4: has done Christmas Eve. One time, he's yep. done yeah one of the first shows
1: he's done it around thanksgiving he he does it every year he's done it for the, what the last 11 years i think that's yep. what he yes. said that's what he said um and he delivered our newest t-shirt epcot every parent can order tequila eventually Mikey? that no not eventually <laughs> no like i literally just got home yeah clock's ticking, dude. a week.
3: No, <laughs>
0: not eventually.
1: You're going to have me. that shirt, and you're going to have it now. <laughs> to quote Carly Olson, TikTok, bitches. It's already four days too late now. <laughs>
4: yeah.
0: I know. Oh, I was sitting there watching it live, and I immediately said, God, I'm not home. I can't throw this up real quick
1: <laughs> and capitalize <laughs> on it. <laughs> well, get on it. Uh, so we wanted yeah. to kind of go over the history of the uh, Candlelight Processional and talk a little bit about what we saw, because, uh, ashamedly, I think that's the first time we all saw that.
3: Yes. Yes.
1: Because I've I've been there during the holidays. I've been to Epcot during Christmas time. I saw the line and said, "Mm, no, no thank you.
3: For for us, the one time we were there during Christmas time, it was nobody that we were interested in seeing.
4: Mm -hmm. And honestly, I had no idea that it was a thing.
3: No, I knew it was a thing because we were looking into doing it, and then we saw who was doing it, and it's like, yeah, I'm not going to take time out of my trip. This is also when we haven't gone in a long time. So it wasn't important enough for me to take time out of my trip to see somebody that I really didn't care about. It will I want to happen say it was somebody from LA Law.
1: LA <laughs> <L. A>. Law?
4: <laughs> yeah. No, no, it was the um, from Law & Order, the uh, yes. Sam Waterston, Jimmy Smits. No, the the boss lady. I oh,
1: name. oh yeah, I know her. The, Mariska the... Hargitay. No, no who's no, Mariska no. oh, Hargitay? Her boss. The district her attorney. The...
4: Yes. Yeah. Oh no, go I go forgot that. her name. Sam Watterson's it... boss.
1: I I know who you're talking about. It
3: yeah, just okay. wasn't something that I was going to no. wait online for.
1: Yeah, uh, this is one I would I would seriously recommend if you do want to do it. Uh, we'll talk about the dinner package in a little bit, but uh, first let, let, we have to go all the way back. 60 years ago. Because this is the 60th anniversary of this.
0: Diamond anniversary. Yes.
1: Yeah, the diamond anniversary. Uh, 1958. So, since Disneyland opened. Disneyland had always done some sort of holiday festivities. Where they had uh, carolers uh, dressed in Dickensian uh, garb. Would walk around the park and sing Christmas carols. The University of Southern, Car- uh, Southern California Choir would perform daily in Main Street, but it wasn't until about 1958 that Disney put together a holiday program where choirs would join uh, join together on Main Street at the train station with a 50-piece orchestra and perform a, a retelling of the Christmas story of the birth of Jesus, uh, accompanied by beautiful music and beautiful songs. We have this long history of uh, this Pageantry at Disneyland, where they would have the living Christmas tree and all these, um, all the all of these choir uh, members that would process down Main Street. They would actually start at the top of Main Street, over by the uh, over by the castle, and walk down Main Street singing. And they would eventually lead their way up to the train station, and then that's where they would have this big processional in front of the uh, in front of the train station with the living Christmas tree, just as you see at Epcot today. Now was,
3: they probably used real candles
4: back then. And not they probably LEDs. did.
1: <laughs>
4: <laughs> well, LEDs, the LEDs were around back in 1958.
1: Those were the most underwhelming candles ever. Yes. <laughs>
4: <Yeah>. <laughs> Just like, wow. The, you say,
0: oh, look, I can count the cycles every time it starts its flicker loop. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, if you go back and you look at old photos, you can see the candlelight, and it was actually... Probably real candles, or or at that time it was probably the uh, the C nine bulbs that would actually get as hot as a candle.
0: Yeah, I remember <laughs> getting a by
4: three three C- D batteries. I remember getting the D candles at,
0: at church around this time, and everybody s- s- stands around singing carols with this little candle and this little paper mm-hmm. ring underneath it that everybody they is stopped holding the wax. In. Yeah, and, and you got to get worked. on like that uh, carpet runner. So you didn't get on on the carpet in the sanctuary. And they're like, nobody wanted to give the children's church kids any of the candles because you just knew somebody was going to catch somebody's hair on fire. And it was just, uh, uh, yeah, But once I got it, once once I graduated up, I got to hold my own candle. And I thought mm-hmm. I was a I'm, Ooh, You are I'm a candle. Like badass. You, <laughs> <laughs> you yeah.
1: got a candle. <laughs> Did you get that candle from Yankee Candle? <laughs> The very first candlelight processional was actually under the direction and the cr- really created by Dr. Charles Hurt of the University of Southern California Music Program. He created this program to bring to the Disneyland Park uh, in 1958, and it was, it was widely successful that very first year. I mean, it's very rare that Disney makes an instant hit that just takes off and says, this is something that is absolutely perfect. They, I mean, it, it really has not changed too much from 1958 to now.
4: Well, because the story didn't change.
1: Well, the I mean, story does change. It
0: is. It it's, it's. I don't want to say it's <laughs> yeah. stone, but there are. Well, tablets. Well, it kind of was. Yeah, I was going to say there <laughs> are tablets.
3: <laughs> Two of them.
4: So. Well, those are the commandments. Yeah.
3: That's the about. Old Testament. Okay. Uh, Maybe. That's more of
4: an Easter thing. Well. You know, the Ten Commandments movie is always played during Easter. Really. No. So we, just, all right, whatever.
3: There's, a, there's a there's a Ten Commandments processional, <laughs> went
4: over everybody's head. Do they the part the red? It's got the so Ten, ten, ten Commandments. They part the sea. Ten stops. They part the sea. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
3: Uh, it it takes a- forty years in the desert. <laughs> <laughs>
0: it's really not a very good attraction. Didn't go over well. Yeah, it, it, it took a real long time. It it just a- finished up twenty years ago, to be honest with you. <laughs> <laughs>
3: it decided not to continue with
0: it. it yeah, the guest per hour ratio was down.
4: not good. <laughs>
3: The sand is everywhere, and no one likes and nobody likes sand. sand. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Sorry, Scott. We're, we're literally derailing derailing the story of, of, the, Je- of Jesus. the birth of Jesus. Of, 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 yeah, the, the Jesus stuff. Uh, so, the nativity thing.
1: So back in 1960, the event was moved to Town Square as we know it today, and that is where we have it, it, Disneyland continues the Candlelight Processional today. Uh, actor Dennis Morgan was invited to read portions of the biblical Christmas story in between the classical hymns. And this tradition has continued with some of the most prominent celebrities of the time, including Cary Grant, John Wayne, Henry Fonda, Jimmy Stewart, Gregory Peck, Charleston Hest- Charlton Heston, James Earl Jones, yes, Darth Vader himself, Mufasa, and Olympia Dukakis. I would love to see James Earl Jones read this.
4: Oh, so would I.
1: But our very, our very first narrator, Dennis Morgan, Mikey, who is this guy?
3: He had a lot of different yeah, names. Yeah. <laughs> he Apparently,
0: he was up to no good.
3: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Because he had, he had a, 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 a storied past, apparently. He, he did. Uh, you know, he's from uh, Wisconsin. I mean, really, uh, he's fucking nobody.
3: Yeah. Yeah.
1: He was in a lot of uh, '30s and '40s kind of war movies, uh, musicals. He, yeah, I mean, he was so, very popular in the '30s and '40s. I mean, they, he was they, they needed somebody. Into the Wisconsin
3: Good. Performing Arts Hall of Fame, so he had to be popular at some point. He
1: must in Wisconsin. <laughs> and I bet we're going to get a lot of shit here because we're going to seem like super millennial for this, but we're not.
4: No, we're because we're not. Pre, this is like pre baby shit. Yeah, bullshit. this is I mean, pre baby boomer shit. Yeah, his, his career of... was like over
0: pretty much. It, I mean, looking at, at what he acted in, it looks like his last was...
4: picture was nineteen seventy six. I mean, I was two when this movie was made. I was negative six, right?
0: But but the the bulk of his of his work, thirties and uh, forties, was in the thirties and forties. Yeah. So why they grabbed him in the what w- fifty eight? Fifty eight. I mean, sense. it
4: could have been. It could have been something where Walt was a fan of his. That, that happened a lot. Yeah. No, well, maybe.
0: Was... I mean, he was just coming off the, the highly successful film Uranium Boom, <laughs> <laughs> and from nineteen fifty six.
1: Uh... Yeah. I, I mean, this guy was in a lot of westerns, a lot of war movies. Kind of that. Uh, kind of like a John Wayne Flight. precursor. Yeah. I, I, like a Scott, precursor to John pre- Wayne. John <laughs> Wayne. Who, who did it? Who did it second?
0: Who was the second person? Maybe we'll have better <laughs> luck there.
1: Uh, yeah, <clears throat> that would be John Wayne. Oh, that's easy. <laughs> oh, did, did he, what was he really the second person? He was to, actually because again, oh god, the, why the, did we even start with Dennis? The the, the the candlelight procession was done was pretty much written and and set up by Dr. Charles Hurt, who is from Southern California, the U.S. University of Southern California. Uh, John Wayne also University of Southern California and Neil Armstrong too.
0: I think I'd have a hard time listening to John Wayne do it, though. Yeah. I don't know.
1: That'd be awesome. It would
0: take forever. It
1: would. Who would take longer, him or Captain Kirk?
0: Christopher Walken.
4: Oh, Captain Kirk. <laughs> <laughs> or no, It would no. definitely be creepier.
0: Jeff Goldblum would take forever. Oh, God. And also, uh, I, would, be... I would go
4: see Big Daddy Jeff. Yeah, I would, too. It would be Dude.
0: creepy, but in like an endearing kind of creepy, the way... He's just he. he He's. Weird. I would love to see a yeah. gold. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So John Wayne. I'm in for that. Uh, yes. When do tickets go on sale?
1: Uh. Well. Um. Quite a while ago. But this this tradition continued for for quite a while up until 1971 when Magic Kingdom opened up and they brought it right to Magic Kingdom when it first opened. They had the same setup at Town Square at the train station. Um all the way up until 1994. So Epcot opens in 82, but they don't actually move the the candlelight processional over to Epcot until 1994. Primarily because the actual theater's not there until 94, but you know. Why did they just
0: pack it up entirely from Disneyland and not just have... TV?
1: Oh, no, no. It stayed in Disneyland, but they brought oh, okay, it over there as well, in concert.
0: I'm, I'm not that storied mm-hmm. in what's going on. I just The way you alluded, it made it sound like it went all carousel of progress.
4: <laughs> oh, yeah. No, no, no. Not not quite <laughs> that. Which you still can't find, by the
0: way. I can't. And uh, much <laughs> like the Candlelight Processional, haven't seen it live. Yeah. So. Or in person, rather. The
1: program for the candlelight processional is really quite majestic, and I think we all, I think we're we're not ready for exactly what this was going to be. I don't think we're ready for the grandeur, for the spectacle that it was, and really how it kind of puts you in the holiday mood.
0: I'll be honest, maybe an unpopular opinion. I, I was expecting a bit more flash. Which it didn't need, I understand, but I was expecting, like, maybe a bigger choir, I guess, or something. Oh, or what? It's bigger. really disappointing on how, how big get... that choir is.
1: Because 60, 60 people on each side are 120 people aren't, aren't big enough for you?
0: No, I need at least two hundred and
4: thirty-seven <laughs> <laughs> point five. because one of them has to be pregnant.
0: Or a dwarf.
4: Well... The way, the way those two guys standing on either side of Neil Patrick Harris were looking at him. Oh, he might they, were, they were
1: hardcore <laughs> staring a hole in his No, they, 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 had, they had one rule. Pants.
0: They said, don't look at the camera. So they had it harder than anybody yeah, else because <laughs> they were like right there. For, so the only place they could look is the back of his head.
1: No, they weren't looking at his head. Well. <laughs> they weren't looking at his head. <laughs> about, about three feet lower, Mikey. Three feet lower. Yeah. If you
3: looked at all of them, like the whole choir that was standing behind him, I'm surprised the boy just didn't burst into flames because oh, they yes. were all told directly to stare at the back of him. Yeah, because I'm you sure can tell it, it was bad. It's bad stage direction.
1: <laughs> so as the uh, as the the show goes on, uh, we open up with uh, a fanfare of, of trumpeters. They open up with the candlelight overture, which is basically only trumpets until. The orchestra comes in and the or the choir comes in and the orchestra perform Shout for Joy, which is the very first song that you hear Uh, quite quite an opening number. I mean, this is a bold song to, to start with.
3: I'm not gonna lie; I don't remember it that well. It's not one of my familiar, more familiar songs. I enjoy the key that it was written in.
0: I think it (laughs) complemented. I do too. The, uh, the, uh, nope. I don't know. If it's a Christmas, it's probably a B flat. But
1: it's it's um, a it's a big bold song. It's a lot of vocals, a lot of uh, punchy words. It's not like smooth. You know, slow song. It's a it's a it's a fast moving song through throughout the uh, the opening. Well, they're marching into it. Yes, so it, it
3: kind of it does set the mood pretty well because mm-hmm. it is uplifting. It is energetic, so I can kind of get yeah. it. It makes sense to me.
1: And then we're introduced to our guest narrator, and he, you know, he does he, the, the guest narrator. He or she is allowed to. No, you forgot them when they're walking in because the stage is empty. Yes. Oh, you know, yeah. The stage is empty. Everyone processes in through the uh, through the through the college program area right behind America Adventure. They walk in there, and then they walk into the theater, and they all process in and they take their spots. And then eventually, the last thing that comes in is the living Christmas tree that forms this vertical. Actually, uh, probably I, th- I think it's like thirty feet high or forty feet high. The the living Christmas tree.
3: Yeah, I wouldn't want to be the lady on top of that. Dude, yeah. she looked like which, a freaking
0: monster compared to everyone. I don't know if it was just the <laughs> angle
3: or the fact that her platform wasn't
0: the exact same distance of elevation difference as the rest of them. But she looked like she was eight feet tall yes. compared to everybody else. And I was thinking, oh, my goodness. And she was
3: looking right at the damn camera. Because
0: she, like she was the,
3: the, like the lead soprano. So yes. no, they which, always look at the before, main
4: before they filled in that platform, I, I was looking at it. I was like, what is that? Because it didn't make any sense. It didn't show what it was. It was. It just looked like a geographic mess, which was early 80s Epcot. Yep, that's true.
1: Keeping the theme of early 80s Epcot. Yeah. Yeah, it was left over from Captain EO. <laughs> you bite your tongue! Hmm. After everyone walks in and, and they take their spots, we're introduced to our guest narrator... Who, um, who could be anyone from uh, Whoopi Goldberg to Cal Ripken Jr. I mean, they really, yeah. they really do have a, a variety of people. And so this is where the, the guest narrator can kind of introduce themselves and, and talk about what the holiday season means to them uh, for Neil Patrick Harris. It's tequila, apparently.
0: What is his tie with Disney? What am I missing?
3: I just think he loves it. Is there is there a tie? Well, Doogie Howser was on ABC,
1: wasn't it? Yeah, it was ABC. It was. I just think he loves Disney. He goes every year, uh, sometimes multiple times a year. Two, yeah, well, two, two or three times a year because he goes to California as well. And for a long time, he was actually the safety spiel voice for California Screaming, over in California Adventure. Yes. Until they replaced it with. That'll until work. they However,
4: it. he is an East Coast
1: boy. They live in New York. They do live in New York, because David Burke okay. has like three or four restaurants in New York. Uh, and and he's, got, he's got a line of sheets in Target. <laughs> yes, he does. Yes, he does. Are they good sheets? You have like three pair. You have, <laughs> you have three sheets pair. He three said sets, pair. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, okay.
4: Well, pair. Yeah. Well, three sets. You have three so sheets from
1: David Burka?
0: Is it Egyptian yeah. cotton? What's the thread count?
3: <laughs> I don't know. It was on clearance. That's <laughs> okay. Count. There you go. That's <laughs> all you <laughs>
4: got to know. We only Listen, when get you, new when you have to buy sheets for a king Cecil. size bed that's 20 inches deep, you get those fuckers on clearance because if yeah. not, you're spending over 100 bucks. I
1: will say that the cotton percale sheets from Target are amazing. Love those. That's We're not officially
0: endorsed or sponsored by Target.
1: That's right. <laughs> we're not. Well, but if they, not. But if they want we to sponsor have, us. Disclaimer, we're not. But if they want to sponsor us, Target, you know where uh, to find
0: us. I don't know. There's too much fucking Helvetica in that store.
1: <laughs> there is a lot. So, as as the uh, as the narrator will introduce himself, he'll then start the story of the uh, the, the biblical story of the birth of Jesus, uh, beginning from when the angel Gabriel sent from God to Mary. Uh, and informs her that she is with child In, intermixed with the the beginning of the story the next song is "O come all ye faithful which is a to me is one of my favorite christmas songs i love this song i think it's just a good melody
0: It's, it's, it's solid. It's, it's, it's a solid, solid uh, seven and a half out of ten.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, which that is works. then followed up by... Uh, the next song is Il Esne, which is an Italian Christmas song. It's more operatic than anything that you'll hear, really. It, it's fine. Yeah, it was a snoozer. Yeah, it's This Is The Night, essentially.
3: Yeah. This is the night. Nope, not that one. No, nope, not, nope, that, not one. that one. <laughs> 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 not that <and> <laughs> It's not. Um,
1: followed by probably this is absolutely my favorite Christmas song, and that's O oh, Holy Night. And Derek Derek Alverson and I totally agreed that InSync's O oh, Holy Night a cappella oh, is epic.
0: Well maybe when Joey Fatwin uh reads it.
4: I, he might sing it. He, he might. might well I mean
0: Neil Patrick Harris was singing it, and he has some chops as, oh, as, he's got as chops. someone who can sing. Well he does. I wanted to turn up his mic. I know, that was a shame. They should have I mean ha, ha, of the three of there. you ha, ha, are you familiar with Doctor Horrible?
3: I've seen I've seen it a little bit. I so tried. tried to enjoy it and I didn't like it.
4: Uh, I couldn't get into it. It's, and it's, I like I like everything he does, and I just I think it was the other performers in that I, I just couldn't get into it. It was it's
1: the ginger chick, wasn't it? Yep. It was yeah, just okay. It's always the ginger. It was all right.
4: It is. It is. I can't remember her name right now.
0: I like how they uh, they, they they take these songs and try to pick the song that kind of goes right along with the uh, the you know. Segment of the story that's being presented by the that's, that's
4: the host. Kind of what Christmas
0: carols do, right? But no, yeah. I mean they they <laughs> lay, they laid them out, you know, in in, in the right order. It, it, it all blended together. It was it was a, a great uh, uh, marriage of of, of <laughs> music and story.
3: Old. That was a joke all out this weekend, was that?
0: <laughs> it was a yeah marriage and
4: inconceivable. Oh, yes. Hey hey guys.
0: Uh, <laughs> what it was. Disney owns the distribution rights to that now.
3: I know. That makes me so happy. Oh. Do they really?
0: Yeah, because yeah, it's I Fox.
3: If, uh, if, oh, that's right. Uh, yeah. There's a hang-up, though, now, because Brazil's giving everybody a
4: hard time. Yeah, whatever. Brazil
0: there's, always gives everybody a hard they, time. But, I mean, Even
4: in Disney, they give everybody a hard time. Mm-hmm.
0: Have you seen... The, I mean, I guess you saw the trailer for Once Upon a Deadpool. Yes with yes. Fred Savage and the whole what, Yes, that was awesome. Yeah. Why Princess? That was Party. awesome. Yeah. So, big well, because because Disney is it's to become a family movie. Well,
4: si- since you brought up Deadpool, did you guys see that somebody linked The Avengers, The Avengers, Avengers uh <laughs> Endgame URL to a Deadpool trailer? Oh God.
0: It was it was pretty epic. It's, Fucking Ryan Reynolds did it. So, so at,
1: like this that. Point, uh, at this point, at this point baby jesus is born on at, right after O holy night plays and this is where we get the shepherds uh coming from the east or coming from uh the east bringing or bringing their uh, uh praise and this is where we get angels we have heard on high good Christmas song. Yes. You know, solid. Okay. Yeah. Finally, we have the, uh, the three Kings arri- arriving and we have, um, a combination of rejoice with exceeding great joy. This is the one I really didn't like. It was, uh, that, that part's a little weird, it was but then they get mediocre. into We Three Kings, which is a good song.
3: I like We Three Kings. I did not like the,
1: the rejoice one.
3: Yeah. It just, it, do- it's, it didn't it, fit.
1: Honestly, if they just stuck to We Three Kings here, I'd be cool with that.
4: It would have fit better. Yeah.
3: I mean, you, yeah, I just didn't like it. This is the weird, this is the one that, this is the only sore thumb for Because mm-hmm. it sounded too contemporary to fit in with the rest of the carols that they were singing. Yep. Mm-hmm. Agreed.
1: Now, in between the uh, the the wise men are, um, arriving and giving their gifts, we have What Child Is This? Which is Greensleeves. And again, you know, I I honestly thought there was going to be more narration to the story, but it's really quick. It's quick hits. It's like maybe it like is one very or quick two pace. one or two lines, and then they go into another song. Like I thought it would be more drawn out, more like story time with Bell.
4: I still don't know how they do that fucking mirror.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's it's.
4: It's not
0: that difficult. I
1: know. I know. I know. I'm just being Um. So after. You know, yeah, after yeah. the Magi kings and the shepherds gather, they have um, they have. Do you hear what I hear? Which is the angels rejoicing in the heavens. And another nice song.
0: I really like that one. Very good. I can I can whistle
4: it all day long while I work.
1: Do, 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 do. Again, though, it's more of a,
4: a contemporary carol. Yeah,
1: it's you contemporary, did? which which yeah. plays nicely into the next song, which I thought. I mean, as long as I've grown up. This next song is probably one of the most classic um, religious songs. Because it, it, it was written, it was only written in like the 1700s. And this is the one written by uh, Franz Xavier in Germany, Silent Night, Nacht.
4: which is one of the only songs that actually sounds good in german. Well, that yeah.
1: that 99 left balloons. <laughs> <laughs>
4: good point. Touche.
1: Touche. After that, nope. Sorry, you got nothing else. Yeah. Yep. Uh, but this is this is where Cuz listen, Germany
4: German the German language is not a sexy language. Oh god. At no all. Nor's you've ever up. heard my wife
0: read the menu from food and wine.
4: <laughs> it sounds German.
0: And her ha Kirk. ha!
4: But this song, for some reason, translates very well. It does. Yes. It translates that and, and Otanabat. Oh, yeah. but it translates like one part In particular, translates trans- very well to German.
1: Um, and this is this was nice because Neil Patrick Harris kind of told the story of the the, the writing of the song and basically how uh, the way he told the story was the Christmas uh, Christmas Eve Mass was in jeopardy of not having any music because the organ is broken and no one's there to fix it. And so so the pastor was like, well, you can play guitar, play guitar. Well, the, 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 the choir director was like, well, I only know three chords. He's like, that's all you need for most songs. And he wrote Silent Night right then and there. And today it is a, it is one of the most, I, I think it is one of the most beautiful kind of lullaby songs that is, is sung around the Christmas season. And then after that, we uh, we have kind of the finale where it's the you know the birth of the baby and everyone's there—the the lambs and the sheeps and the, the wise men's and the town and bombs.
3: The town and bombs were late. <laughs> they were lighting their menorah at a different party. <laughs> <laughs> There's a Seinfeld no, reference in there. They were busy lighting the menorah at a different party. They, couldn't come. they sent their consolances and a gifts of gold. <laughs>
1: you gotta see the baby.
3: <laughs> you gotta see the baby coming. To her. They say he's the second coming.
1: I don't know. Um,
4: but this is where we have... Saul, Saul Tannenbaum had to adjust his hairpiece before he came.
1: <laughs> he was too busy vacationing in the Bocas.
4: No, they live there now. This so.
1: is where we have joy to the world and it's just a Joe Big your... bold song that is is perfect oh, for this ending, but most importantly, and this is I think the best song of the entire thing, the Hallelujah Chorus by Handel. It was epically performed that night.
4: Handel's Messiah. Yeah.
1: Handel's yeah. Messiah. Yeah, the Hallelujah Chorus. My f-
4: most favorite Christmas
1: song of it, all time. I mean it. It definitely moves you. If you don't, if you don't get in the Christmas spirit there, that pilot is <clears throat> out.
3: still not my favorite Christmas song, so... Well, my favorites are not
0: you in You like Carol of so. the Bells, though, don't you, Adam? Yes. yes. Oh, I like difficult yes. songs.
4: I like very... The best version of that song is done by the Heartland Boys Choir.
1: Carol of the Bells or Hallelujah Chorus? Yep.
4: Cal- Carol of the Bells. It's just such a difficult song to sing. And
3: it is. Yes. so many parts, and oh, I just yeah. love it. And when it's done right, it's beautiful. And when it's done bad, it's
1: awful. Well, I will say, the you know, this, this harkens back to... Um, when we did uh, episode oh god 50 <gasps> wait he screwed up a number 50, oh and it's recent 50 episode 50 we get lit Okay, that's, that's, not, that's not too recent we almost at 100 I know it's not recent it's
0: like anything <laughs> anything le- after 30 to me seems like it was just a month ago <laughs> pretty much
1: <laughs> they, <laughs> they've all blurred together at this point
4: the last week seems like a year to me so
0: <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're two months shy of a year Tim two years I you know
1: it was episode forty-two, actually. We get lit, and that's where we talk about the the uh, Edison. No, no. <laughs> well, some of us <laughs> I was got never lit at the medicine. Edison. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> uh, this is where we talk about the the Festival of Lights, the Osborne Spectacular Festival of Lights over at Hollywood Studios, which is gone. Trans Siberian Orchestra had a great Carol of the Bells. I do yes. like that one.
4: Yes, that's my second favorite.
1: Uh, so yeah, uh, the, the, the choir performs Hallelujah Chorus, and that kind of ends the program, and um, everyone kind of sings out to uh, Away in a Manger and Angels We Have Heard on High.
3: And, and then you can watch the audience scurry like Ant's trying to. Oh my it. god, they, they <laughs> left there <Well>, Because <laughs> Illuminations
0: was about yeah. to start.
3: Well, that was the fun, because I realized Illuminations, it couldn't have been that much of a live cast, because Illuminations starts at nine. Uh, I and think the live cast ends at about nine twenty.
1: I think they must they must do those, um, in uh, I think on nights that they have the, um, fuck, on nights that they have the candlelight processional, I think they start those at uh, nine thirty, right after, like literally right after. Possible. Or yeah, because
0: even if it wasn't live, they wouldn't have started <coughs> illuminations during the procession. Right. Yeah.
3: And the but processional's I, and gonna they start. Say, eight. They start on the hour though. I wanna say the processional should have started by eight so it was wrapped up by a quarter to nine. Right. And been done.
1: I think because it was a live show, they were doing this special, they probably pushed back illuminations to uh to nine thirty. We did try to we did we did try to recruit some sheeters that were in the parks to live broadcast illuminations because we wanted to Hell see it. it, but no one did it. No brownie points for any of you. It, it was
0: up. it was an emotional hole that was we were left with. Yeah, and we know who was there. We fucking know every one of your names. Who was there?
1: <laughs> Pepperidge Farm remembers.
0: And this God is this, this is going to go down in to. them annals <laughs> of history. <laughs>
1: yeah. Um. So, taking away everything, Adam, what did you think? Uh, again. This was all of our first times actually seeing this because we've never been to it live. And a lot of our members had, and they they were watching it live, and they said they, they remember seeing this live. This was really cool. Adam, what did you think about it?
3: I really want to see it live. Like I said, the host would make it for me. Yes. Because I've seen a lot of these songs performed through various different choirs and sang a lot of these songs in various different oh, choirs. Yeah. So it's just... It, for me, it would depend on the host. I don't think I would go out of my way to see it if it was a host that I didn't really care for. I agree, totally agree. But I mean, for me, it, it was an it was an awesome thing. I, I glad I'm glad I watched it. It's still available to watch on the Disney Parks channel. I want to say. Yeah, but,
1: they
4: said they were going to make it available until Christmas.
3: So if you haven't seen it, I definitely say give it a watch.
1: If you haven't seen it, we'll link it to the Facebook group so that you can see it. Um, we'll put it. We'll put it in there. It, it really was just a nice sit down, pour yourself something, and just watch this beautiful performance of art. I mean, really. Well, for me,
4: growing up Catholic, we'd always go to Midnight Mass on Christmas Eve. And <laughs> Midnight Mass on Christmas Eve is basically this. Yeah. And There's a for lot me, more sitting was... and standing
3: I went once.
1: Yeah, stand up, <laughs> sit down, fight. Sitting, standing, standing, kneeling, sitting, standing,
3: kneeling.
4: That's... Nobody spends more time on their knees than a Catholic boy. <laughs> This is true. My goodness. <laughs> Not
3: too easy.
1: <laughs> Way too easy. Um, <laughs> that was the point. <laughs> that's what she said.
4: But for me, watching this, it's always hard for me to get into the right, Christmas. He said. I don't know why, but it oh, it's always hard. And until I see this story told, that's what gets me. Yeah and this year watching this in the group with all the sheeters and and at home with Adam once it was at the end and handles Messiah played I was instantly in the Christmas spirit
1: yeah it was it was just a beautiful performance coupled with the fact that you know we're all watching it from across the across the country across the world actually what's the world yeah and we enjoyed a, a nice um, dirty banter. There was some dirty banter in there. There was some fun banter in there, and then there was some sappy banter in there. Yep. So, Mikey, That's the what kind did of you? We are. What did you? What did you think of hmm. the of the show?
0: I <clears throat> uh, Tim uh, took the rug out from under me. I was going to say, you know, it's it's it when you hear that story, and, and like you said, Scott, this is a very condensed retelling of the story, you know, there's not a lot of filler, it's... uh, It's the microwave version. Yeah, (laughs) it really is. I mean, here's... It's the ADD version uh, of... It's uh, fine for me, thank you. (laughs) (laughs) But but still, having heard the story hundreds of times, you know, growing up, and being being raised a Baptist, uh, we don't do anything after midnight. And... We certainly don't drink, you know, whiskey and bourbon and things of that nature.
3: I thought it was <clears> rum.
0: Rum, yeah, we don't do that either. <laughs> yeah. uh, but this, uh, this, this was an experience that I would probably uh, be, um, you know, the the odd man out here with us. But I would, I would go see this regardless of who was doing it, uh, just because I'm a sucker for live music.
1: Well, I mean, there's there's definitely some that I would probably pass on. It's, you know, if if, if
0: this is where I'm going to well, sound sappy, if you're going for who's saying the words and not the words being said, maybe you're going for the wrong reason.
3: But no, but here's the thing: you can hear the music throughout Epcot. Right. You can hear it through, World Showcase at through, least almost throughout World Showcase. So what I'm saying is, would I prefer to maybe kind of get a spot near there? And listen to the music, because I don't necessarily need to see the host, and I can still hear the music. Mm -hmm. And I don't have to wait in line for hours on end.
1: Oh, you can watch this. There's more of
4: a chance of that. Yeah, you can literally stand behind the stadium and watch Yeah, you can watch this
1: from the the actual pavilion itself. You can hear it sitting in the American uh, pavilion. You can sit at those tables, and you can still hear the songs. You can still hear the music. It's loud. It's not It's not shy. Like lumberjacks in oh, Canada,
3: I'd, I'd 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 go watch it. I mean, I'd, but I mean, eh. but to, to hear it all, I would do it. I would do it that way. But to actually sit and wait, it really would depend on who I'm listen- Who's speaking? Right. Yes,
1: yeah. I agree with that. It, it, to sit Absolutely. there and wait online, or as we'll talk about right now, the dinner package. So if you do want to reserve a spot for this, the dinner package is the way to go. Um, You can dine at any number of restaurants around World Showcase. Uh, Akershus Royal Banquet Hall, which is $73 for adults, $43 for children.
3: Uh, And you can get the ice vine.
1: You can. Uh, The beer garden is $55 for adults, $30 for children. That princess fee, that $18 princess fee, gets you every time. Although that's the price of the photo they give you, I guess.
4: Yeah, pretty much. Well, princess fee—that sounds kind of um, illegal. <laughs> so,
0: hang on. What what you're saying is uh, the dining package. There's not really much of a surcharge because no, it, because no It's not awful. The,
1: there's actually no okay. surcharge to do the dining package, right, as opposed to the regular there's restaurant no
0: charge to view the show. Right. This just gets you up at the front skis.
1: It gets uh, you in it in a special line. You get an actual seat. They they only sell a certain number of these per night. So, if you want to book these. These do sell out, so make sure you get these 180 days in advance. Now, you can do lunch or dinner. It does not matter. If you get the lunch, you can actually get the dinner or get the late show or whatever show you want. So you can get either or. Um, Ale and Compass over at the Yacht Club. You can go over there and actually have dinner there for $64. That's a lot of money for Ale and Compass.
0: So it's not even Epcot restaurants?
1: No, no, Epcot area restaurants. Sure,
3: okay, okay. Do you still like? Because I know for like um, the concerts, if you're an AP holder, or you can get the special tickets that way as well. Do they do that for this? Do we know?
1: Uh, no. the The only way to get these are either through um, the dinner package or waiting in line.
0: Is there an AP or DVC discount?
1: There is. You get a. You do get a discount. Uh, you can exchange Disney Dining Plan as well. It's two table service credits for any of these, um, and each Ooh. meal, each meal does include one appetizer, one entree, one beverage, and dessert. So if you're if you're on the dining plan, that includes an alcoholic beverage. If you're not, it does not.
3: It also includes an app and dessert, depending on which yes. dining plan you're on. You might make out.
1: Which is which is why they do two table service credits because you're getting more than you would normally get.
3: Hey.
1: So uh, every I
3: don't know, man. If you're
0: if you're a beer garden. That's a one table service credit meal. Yeah. So so throwing two at it just to get a seat.
1: Exactly. That's why I would I would probably say it's better off for most of these places to actually pay for it. Um, yeah. Pay for it outright. Uh, <clears throat> so you can also go to Chefs de France, Coral Reef Garden Grill, Hacienda, uh, which is the most expensive Ooh. one. That's eighty dollars per person.
3: Of course, that's it probably the best one. It on is the list, best though. one on
1: the list. Nine Dragons Restaurant Marrakesh, Rosen Crown Dining Room. Probably the bargain here is 60 bucks for that. That's not bad.
0: You said Beer Garden was
1: $65. $55, yes. Yeah, but I, I, lo- I would just pay for that out. Yeah, you pay for that right, out. Though, yeah. yeah,
3: yeah, you're, you're right.
1: San Hill Santa Inn is uh, $75. Spice Road Table. Teppan Edo and Tokyo Dining each are 74 Both also really good values because Teppan Edo, is, you get a ton of food. Um, yeah. Trattoria eh, We've done Tepineto. El Forno over at the boardwalk, sixty-four dollars. Two to Italia, and via Napoli. Via Napoli might actually be the a bargain as well because that's fifty-seven dollars. You can get a pretty decent-sized pizza for yourself, along with an appetizer yeah. and dessert and a beverage.
4: And a limoncello mule. Oh yeah, mm, that was so good. The I limoncello mule was so good.
1: Uh, that limoncello margarita, Tim. On point.
3: Yes. Yes.
1: Oh, yes. On point. I had that at Tutto Italia. I don't know if I talked about it when we did a recap show, but that limoncello margarita was outstanding.
0: You know what I need? What do you need? An teeny A what? Oh, oh
4: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've, been sorry, sorry, <laughs> I've, try, I've been trying to find acai berry. I've trying. I've been trying to find acai li- berry liquor since we've been back, and I can't. Our find it. Our guy doesn't it. have you know it. What? I
3: have to wait nope. till June.
4: <laughs> we do, and then we'll I'm going to take pictures
3: of every single one I have and send them directly to my. Kids. No, that that's fine. We just
4: send the, just the bracelets can... to him. Because <laughs> every time you get one, you get a bracelet. That's right.
1: Uh, but yeah, all of these restaurants do offer both. Uh, well, most of them offer lunch and dinner. The only ones that don't are trattoria and uh, hacienda, because they're not open for lunch.
3: They're not. Well, hacienda is, but it's not the same. Right, restaurant. it's We're the counter service. Yes.
4: Yeah, you can get the counter service and sit in the table service seats. Correct tables. Oh yeah, absolutely. In September, that's the only way to eat there,
0: and mm-hmm. a lot of people don't don't go in there because it was like outside. The seating outside was packed. Mm-hmm. We grabbed our food and went inside. A lot of people don't know. I, yeah, there were open tables everywhere. Yeah. It's empty. Man. It's mostly empty in there, and it was so cold. It was great.
1: Yeah. Uh, so each each purchase of the dining package will get you one meal as we described appetizer entree beverage and dessert and a guaranteed seating for the candlelight processional so if you're interested in that I highly recommend getting the candlelight processional package Um, you then get to choose your choice the 5 o'clock 645 or 815 p.m. show have you
0: got the full list of who's doing it this year I
1: do what do you know
0: I'm actually kind of curious who all is on there that is uh so, so well, we missed a lot of them already. Now, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, I'm just wondering who, who currently who is who end. is on Disney's it list.
1: Okay, who's on we're, deck? So, well, you know, we'll, we'll go back fat one real quickly. Real quickly, we'll go back from the from the start of it. Back in November, Cheetah Rivera, Helen Hunt. See, I would
4: have seen her. I would love to see her. I love Cheetah Rivera. Helen Hunt.
1: Is she relevant anymore? I don't think uh, so. Twister. That's it's been a long time since, since Twister. Not. Not the twister.
4: Oh no, well, she was, no, she was didn't in, she in that, have that Jack TV Nicklaus show? Movie.
1: She was in, yeah, Mad About You. Jack Nicholson. She was in that movie with Jack Nicholson. Mad About yeah, You Matt. was
4: after she
0: was, uh, Twister. The 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 next best thing. Something twister.
1: like that. Um, Alfonso Ribeiro. I'd the, see that. Carlton. I'd go for Carlton. I'd go Carleton. for. It's not
3: going to be as fun. He's not going to be the Newt. character
1: that I want him to be. Oh. Uh, Robbie Benson, the Beast from uh, Beauty and the Beast. Is
0: that Jody's brother? And when you say the beast, like from the animated beast, not that train wreck that was the live action.
1: Yeah, he was in. He was the animated beast from Beauty and the Beast. No, they're not. They're not related, actually. Oh God,
0: because you were about to get some aerial beast action on a shirt.
1: <laughs> no, he's married to Carla DeVito, uh, No relation to Danny.
0: Damn, Hollywood, a lot of branches. Yeah. Okay, let's keep rolling, Mannheim. Yeah, rolling. Um, Steamroller.
1: Everyone, every. I'm sorry. Well, everyone's favorite, ladies and guys. John Stamos was up next. Meh. Nah. Uncle Jesse. He does nothing for him. He does nothing. He does for nothing
3: you? for me. Never does.
4: No. Neil, Neil Patrick Harris can get it. Neil Patrick him. Harris has was so much. Uncle eyebrows. Jesse,
1: so right after, right he's after the, John Stamos was Neil Patrick Harris. He's so Greek. Yes. Yeah, I, I, look, we we said it on the live show. Neil Patrick Harris Neil Patrick can Patrick have his Harris, way with can me get too. It. See, but he's looking kind of skinny.
3: He has been skinny yeah, for a while. He needs to gain
4: ten pounds. He needs at least ten pounds. I'm skinny.
3: He, he needs a hamburger or two.
4: <laughs> you know, it's, you don't have the cheekbones. I don't. I
1: don't.
3: No, it's it's not. He's looking gaunt. I think well, I think is a I think, I think that's it. for the right. lemony
1: snicket thing that he's doing on Netflix I'm right now. I'm sure it is, but it's not cute. Yeah. Uh, John <laughs> Lemony Stamos, Snicket isn't. Uh, after John Stamos and Neil Patrick Harris, we have Guinan, Whoopi Goldberg.
3: No. I would like to see her because I think she can be funny.
0: I would. I her would actually Her old just, stand up was fucking funny. It was, I I, but it's I, new, not appropriate for
4: Disney. True. New Whoopi, no. Old Whoopi, it's, yes. Was... Old Whoopi, yes. New Whoopi, no.
3: Yeah. Why does she still shave her eyebrows?
4: No, she, it never grew new, back. New, new Whoopi has gotten
3: too um, <laughs> PC. Oh, yeah. No, the, the, too... the, she actually told she's this story. She's been hanging out with Joey Behar too yeah. much. Yeah. Um, she actually told this story. Some people, if you shave them off, they never grow back.
1: So so twelve ten to twelve twelve Bart Milliard, who is the uh, the lead singer for Mercy Me, a Christian rock band. Uh, yeah, okay. see, he?
3: here's one I would skip on.
1: I don't know, man. Yeah. I there are a couple of songs that I do like from Mercy Me that are amazing, no and this guy can sing. Are. This guy can absolutely can sing. But there's only one Christian rock right, band see, that
4: I've ever gotten into was a Scarecrow and the Tin Men. But here's
3: the thing: can he act? Because um, it's not. For the role that you're doing, you're not. This is not a singing part. Well, this is an orating. Or yeah,
1: that's true. I mean, it's this is, it's orating, or but it's, I'm sure he could do it. You got to be quick witted and you do have to be quick witted because I think I think that first part of Neil Patrick Harris's kind of opening was had us all in stitches. I mean, we were yes. dying.
3: But yeah. I, I can't. Orating or is is such a lost art. So mm-hmm. I don't see a lot of people being able to pull that off. Uh,
1: following following uh, Mercy Me's Bart Millard uh, Blair Underwood from L.A. Law.
3: Nope.
0: Nope. That is not relevant in any form of fashion. Yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah. Uh, he will be there when this episode drops 1213 to 1214. It's a guy. Okay. It, a guy is, it is. It is yes. a guy. <laughs> okay.
0: Nope.
4: It's an irrelevant
0: guy because who the fuck still watches L.A. Law? Who the fuck still names uh, uh, their son Blair? <laughs>
1: Yeah, I said it. I went Hips, there. Hipsters. There goes our in, there's a, there goes our Blair list. There goes our Blair <laughs> contingent. Uh, he was facts he wasn't Deep Impact more recently, and Gattaca. Yeah.
4: Well, again, and Gattaca. I, I okay. didn't. I didn't. I didn't. Um, I, I think the, it, version. There two movies that are not relevant anymore.
0: I think the version of Deep Impact I saw wasn't actually shown. What, in regular
1: What theater. really he is actually now his Disney tie is he is one of the voices of Maku on the Lion Guard. If you guys. Ever watched Lion Guard on Disney uh, Disney Channel, Disney Junior? What
0: which character is Maku? Is he one of the little lions? No,
1: he's good. A, good. Good. <laughs>
0: because then you'd have like this eighty year old guy voicing. Cro- no,
1: he's the crocodile <laughs> thing, the crocodile guy. Blair Underwood is
4: not that old. I mean, come on. No. Well, he was. He's old a shitty back actor, then. but he's not
3: that old. No, he was Blair Underwood was old back then. He's forty.
1: Okay. He's no. forty-eight. Is
3: he's 50. he's
0: forty-eight. Like but again, we're going now. back Tim, to like I the uh,
4: law La La. and order and crime victim yeah. movies. Done, um
1: Followed dun, dun. by followed by Blair Underwood. Twelve fifteen to twelve seventeen is uh, Lieutenant Dan.
0: I would see Gary. He 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 does good work for everybody. I'll pass on that. I'll pass. On I him.
1: would pass on him because I just don't think there'd be any emotion. After Gary Sinise, 1218 to 1220, uh, this is a little syndication here because obviously at this time, Wheel of Fortune is coming down to Epcot or coming down to Disney World and Pat Sajak Ah, will be doing the Christmas story. Oh god! That is like got to be the most boring. That ever. has to be. I mean, like his I voice was, is kind when of. We started, I was
0: going to ask if he if he ever does it because
3: he's always they're always at Epcot.
1: Oh, they're at, the they're, only
3: thing I'd want to see is Vanna White turning the letter, <laughs> like turning the audience, <laughs> yeah. like turning the choir, turning the choir around. <laughs>
1: Uh, <laughs> terrible, honestly. She's I, flipping I scriptures. <laughs>
4: <laughs> exactly. <laughs> He's another one of those that was caught in the Me Too moment, wasn't he?
1: Probably. He seems like a womanizer.
4: He does. Um, he seems a little creepy.
3: Now, this is Did one. Did somebody of, say womanizer? Did we? Are we talking about Britney? Yeah, yeah. Are we a womanizer? Womanizer.
1: <laughs> now that now that terrible song is stuck in my head. Fuck is that you, the one, really one where bad. she wears the red leather? <laughs> nope. Yes. No. No. Red leather, yellow leather, red leather. Red leather is toxic. Yeah, toxic. Toxic. Yeah. Okay. Um, after that, Ali Carvalho,
3: Moana. Oh, Moana. Yeah. Auli, is that the girl? Cavarillo. Yes. I would see that. Maybe. Right.
1: Yeah, I would definitely she, see her.
0: She's young, so she'll be able to banter and and riff and stuff
1: exactly. like that. Exactly. I would totally see her. Uh, this uh, this would be exciting for me. Um, 1224 to 1225. Christmas Eve, Christmas Day. Joey Fatone. Joey Fatone.
0: I'd, I'd, I'd see that because I've seen him be funny before and be spontaneous. I met him in a gay bar. I saw him live. He dated
1: Topanga. I met he's him not, in a gay He's bar. not gay, but this is... No, his friend, well, in I
3: met him at a gay bar in Brooklyn. I don't doubt it. He had friends in Brooklyn. They all were out. And I met
1: him there. He played gay at my big, friend, big wedding. Mm-hmm. Going back to InSync, is he? He's the one with the highest voice, actually. No, he's not. Yeah, Lance Bass has the no, the bass. Oh no, no, Chris Kirkpatrick has the highest voice. Yeah, that's right. The terrible goatee. I was say Lance which, by base, the way, yes, Lance
3: Bass. The carrot goatee yeah. and the worms on
1: that. Yeah, head, which, by right? the way, <laughs> the
3: little the, the
0: multicolored dreadlocks. <laughs> I want to yes. say
1: I want to. I'm going to pull them up side by side. Trenton Nesbit, when we first met him, with his goatee, and Chris Kirkpatrick had the same facial hair. They had that like goatee thing going. Yeah. Yeah. I don't remember. Um, so after Joey Fatone, uh, Mikey, Jody Benson, 1226 awesome. to 1227. And you can see the Little Mermaid sing. And she can still sing. She's got pipes. But they're not... That's the thing, though. They're not going to sing. Well, they sing, but I think they should turn the mics up for that because... They're yeah, if the... If
4: narrator can sing, turn the mics yes. up. Let, let them do their thing. Yep.
3: I want to hear her do this stupid um, uh, Megara song. She does a killer version of I that. I bet
1: she does. She can sing, man. She's got pipes. Lastly, the final performance, 1228 to 1230, uh, the Iron Man himself, Cal Ripken Jr.
3: No desire.
1: At all. I don't know how I, I want to recant
0: go. my previous statement that I would go regardless of who is there. Uh... <laughs> <laughs>
1: I mean, I'm as big a baseball fan as they come. I love baseball. This is my favorite sport. I would pass on this don't, as well. I thought soccer was your favorite sport. No, baseball is my favorite sport. I would pass on this. I just... I, I just, I've seen He doesn't, he's not an
3: actor He's not an oral reader. I mean, why? I've seen him he's on TV, sort of I've yet. seen him on
1: ESPN, I've seen him on Baseball Tonight, I've seen him on um, Fox Baseball Coverage I, I don't see how this would be good at all
0: He owed somebody money
1: No, I think he's doing some like baseball camp down at the Waterworld Sports that week uh, and and he is the he he does something with Fellowship of Christian Athletes. I want to say he's like their ambassador on the East Coast or something like that. So he he does a lot of things with Fellowship of Christian Athletes. So maybe that's the tie in there. Yeah. I'd pass on it. You
0: know what though? He's 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 second fiddle because he's not even there during the Christmas season. Mm-mm. He's there between can... Christmas and New Year's. Yeah. It is the busiest time of it the is. year though
3: in Disney. So
0: yeah, but by that time, I think everybody's
3: tired of hearing the the story, singing the carols. Well, I wanna say he did Christmas Eve one year.
1: It's not his first rodeo.
3: Yeah, it's not his first time.
1: No. The only new ones this year. It was year... the
3: one that everybody said, wait, what, him? Yeah.
1: The first time he did it? I think he's I think he I think last year was his first time. But he did it last year and he's back again. And he closed it out and that's kind of the anchor of the, the show. All the way up to New Year's near almost New Year's Eve.
0: Every ship needs an anchor, Scott, and it's not usually dropped for good reasons. <laughs> you're not <laughs> progressing.
1: So, oh yeah, if you're doing it after Christmas,
4: yeah, might be an issue. Yeah.
1: Well, then they, I mean, Joey Fatone is Christmas Day, but then again, Christmas well, Day is because
4: Edward James almost something happened and he had to back true. out. I don't know what it is. I don't know. I think he would be good though.
1: I think Joey Fatone would be good. He's an actor. He he can be funny. He's entertaining. He's entertaining. He can orate. All right. So of all of that, all of the ones we talked about that that have yet to go, so you can't choose NPH because we all would choose NPH. Fuck you! Fuck you! <laughs> Fuck you! Fuck you! What one would you most like to see? So we're going to start with Bart Millard and go all the way down to Cal Ripken Jr. Tim. Jody Benson. Adam.
4: Either a fat
3: one or Benson. Mikey, <laughs> sorry. <laughs>
0: uh, you know, I'm. I'll go out there. I won't say Moana. Give the girl a
1: chance. That would be a lot of fun. I think. So basically, we're going to hang around Disney at the same time because I would say Moana. <laughs> I I I just like. I, I I think Bart Miller would be good. I do like his singing. Um, Pat Sajak would be awful. I really think no. he'd be awful.
3: No, no, nope, no, nope, no. Nope. Couldn't pay me enough.
1: Um, Moana? Actually, I want
3: to see how plastic he would look.
1: Oh, God. Between So Gary Sinise and Pat Stachek are back-to-back. There are not enough Botox facilities in
3: Orlando ready to handle well, those two. <laughs> I mean, let, well, you see, that's why they had to space out John Stamos.
4: Yeah. <laughs> There's going to be a lot of fucking backdoor Botox John going Stamos
3: on. has to get all the Botox first for his month, <laughs> and then they trickle down throughout the rest. So.
1: Yeah. I mean, and then... Gary Sinise and Pat Ziggler come to town, and, and then by that they're spent, so they can't have anyone over the over, over that age. So they have to bring in uh, Fatone and Benson and Ripkin.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, I, Jody I, must be in between, you know, Comic Cons or something like that. She does a lot of those.
1: Does she really? Yeah. Yeah. yeah she does. So. Those are the celebrity errors. That's our take on the Candlelight Processional. Again, we all watched it for the very first time uh, last Thursday uh, with with some of you in the group. We do like doing these. We, you know, w- our very first live show was a live viewing of Wishes when it ended. That was fun, but we also like interacting through the actual comments of these things. So, you know, as these things come across the uh, the Disney Parks blogs, so long as they're not the West Coast ones. We'll, we'll watch I like the West Coast and West. Yeah, but they the West started West. like 11 Listen,
3: I know I know they do
1: like this was perfect this started at 830 yeah. We sat down I did some laundry I drank some whiskey chatted with you guys it was a lot of fun so as we do these uh, you know as these things come up we'll, we'll maybe do these from time to time where we sit and chat with you guys so come get to know us join the join the chat and uh, hang out with us so, Mikey,
0: Scott, what was
1: your final thoughts? <laughs> what What are your final thoughts on the candlelight procession?al
0: uh, I'll I'll take a step back. I'll say uh, this was probably the best live stream that Disney Parks has had to date. Yes. Oh yes. Hands yes. down. You know. Absolutely.
1: Uh, no wonky camera angles. Right. No sound. No sound issues. Sound really. yeah, yeah. issues. I mean, lighting was good.
0: And, and JF JfB was on point
1: she wasn't well, well she wasn't she's never she wasn't point. drunk at least
0: yeah well
1: I this, she time. Wants, this time uh,
0: this that, time that's that's what I, I, I think it was it was it was well done as well put together it was finally something that was worth them putting out and it it, it should have been because they dropped it pretty much at prime time. For everybody to sit down and watch, and uh, it was good. I hadn't seen it before, so I'm glad we didn't try to go live and everything because we would have missed most of it. Uh, So, yeah, uh, very enjoyable. Definitely, uh, if they do it again next year, I'll tune in for it.
1: Well, the thing is, with the live shows, we don't want to talk over the actual performance itself, so we wouldn't have the opportunity to interact with the Sheeters the way we did (coughs) on the the kind of comment section. It's it's one time where it's good to get lost in the comments section, I guess. Uh, but it it was fun. It was it was nice. Adam, what did you think?
3: I had fun with it. I had fun with interacting with everybody. I'm like the um, the lone Jew in the crew. Oh, you're not <laughs> the lone it. Jew in the group. <laughs> watching it at that well, point, he's so. a Jew that celebrates Christmas. Yeah. So I'm 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 a I'm an equal opportunity gift receiver. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever holiday you want to give me presents on, I'm fine with that. But no, I really enjoyed it. I would see it live. Again, really depending on who the host is. And yeah, that's not going to happen this year because something else happened. So we'll talk about that in a minute, I'm sure. Oh, boy.
1: Uh, Adam, speaking of the Jew that loves Christmas, I was the goy who saved Hanukkah this weekend at the mall. <laughs> oh, we saw that. Yes. For those of we you who don't that. know, the 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 rabbi had some trouble lighting the shamash and uh I saved <laughs> the day. The shortest guy in the room saves the day. <laughs> you did
3: myeto. <laughs> and I'm sorry. <laughs> It was it was a lot of fun. I'll
1: have to I'll have to share the picture in the group. It's, Is it Mighty Talk or Mighty Mouse? I don't yeah, know well, he, he was the McCain.
4: He was the McCain of Christmas. I was,
1: I was the McCain of Hanukkah. Uh, Tim, what did you think about the uh, the candlelight procession?al
4: I loved it. I mean, I, it was the first time we've ever seen it, and like I said before, it just brought me back to a place where I kind of gave up on. Um, growing, like I said, growing up as a Catholic, I was forced to do midnight oh, mass. Oh God! Do you
1: remember getting like getting dragged at midnight and be like, "I just want to go to bed."
4: <sighs> yeah, I just want to go to bed so I can get up early on Christmas and open. And presents. you had
1: to go, and, and, and it wasn't like you could go in your pajamas. It was like no, you had to get dressed up.
4: You had to fully up. Like, you had to get up. like yes, you had to go fully dressed. up.
1: Slacks, shirt, tie, jacket.
3: Now I have a dumb Dumb Jewish question: What prevented you kids from staying up all fucking night?
1: What prevented us, or what required us?
3: <laughs> no, prevented you because I know if you woke my ass up at twelve as a kid, I'm not. Oh
4: no, 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 we woke up. We never, we were never allowed, yeah, to, we go to, bed. allowed to go to bed. No. And
1: and let we, me tell you something:
4: We celebrated Christmas Eve and Christmas Day. So Christmas Eve, we spent at our aunt's house and hung out with our cousins, and we opened presents there, and then. At 11.45, we went over to the oh, church. Yeah.
1: And it wasn't like, this isn't like the 7 o'clock mass. Like, when you go to 7 a.m. mass, the priest is like speed reading like the Micro Machines guy. He's going through the scripture. He's doing his homies. He's like, blah, 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 and done. And you're out of there in like 15, 20 minutes.
4: This was a oh, whole pageantry. It's like. This was like an
1: hour. By the time you're done. So, basically, my mass would start at like 11.45. And they'd go through it. And yep. basically, they tell the story of the birth of Jesus. It happens at midnight. Of course, and it goes on after that, and it's like twelve thirty five, twelve forty five, one o'clock. Had to
4: wait till they brought the Jesus doll. Oh yeah, out to the manger scene. It was rough, the man. Nativity scene. It was. Don't rough. grow up, Catholic. It was very. Rough. So, what prevented you You're from falling asleep during all this? Catholic guilt. Okay, fair enough.
3: <laughs> Catholic guilt. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes I, Catholic guilt is stronger than Jewish guilt. What <laughs> yeah, What's the difference between Jewish and Catholic?
1: Self self flagellation. But you
4: know what? It's the one time of year where you're like, it brings you back to your faith, yeah. whether you renounce it or whatever, and and you realize what this season is about. Mm-hmm. And for me, the, watching it this year with at home with Adam and and on the three sheets nation. It finally put me in the Christmas spirit,
1: and and that's because Tim, it's really about loved ones and family, and that's what made me kind of feel that. It is. Like, that show, watching that show, made me feel okay. This is what you know. This is what it's about. It's the good times, and uh, you know, you you forgive and forget, and everything the bad that happened is wiped away, and you're ready to start anew and it's kind of like, you know, the birth of Christ, the birth of a new year. We're getting ready to start a whole new year. And you just kind of wipe away everything that bad that happened in 2018. You're ready to go.
4: And you know what? Three Sheets Nations gave that back to me.
1: I'm glad. Let us rejoice and be glad. How Hallelujah. You. It was fun. It was a what lot of fun. DF. It was a great show. I will say <laughs> the music is what drew me to it. I really enjoyed it. Um, the choir was wonderful. they are what they do is they take choirs from all over the country really Like they had in this show they had some from Michigan, some from Arizona, Florida. Um, I think there was one from Kentucky they said. I mean they take choirs from
3: I just remember the one from Florida. Yeah
1: Florida was one. They take choirs from all over and bring them down and they come down to Disney for a few days and and do their show it, It's really amazing.
0: So they're rotating the choirs out as yes. well as yes. the, uh, the yes. hosts. Okay, because yep. I want to say that that he, be... they, they announced it as the voices of liberty. The voices of liberty singing well, as well. Yeah, in the they, they're in the red. Okay. They're in the
1: red uh, robes. Right. Are they the tree too? No, no. I want to no. say the trees and actually there were part no. They're
3: of the, the tree. bottom of the they,
0: tree. They 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 kind of flank both edges, and that's when I realized. Oh, that's supposed yeah. to be a tree because they flank the edges and give it more of a tree shape. Yes. Because. Yep.
3: Yeah, they fill in, the, yeah, and, and, and it, was, it was... I want to say the angel on top, the top monster angel yes. kind of thing at the top
1: She's probably, was the, I also think part tree of the is Voices a of professional. Liberty. The tree is usually like a, a local choir. I want to say it
3: was cast members, but I don't know where the fuck I heard that from, so they I have might be done, They
1: have done cast members in the past. They do have a cast choir.
3: So I want to say the tree was usually cast members, but I could be making that no, up. No, no, you're so.
1: not making it up. They actually have had cast member choirs come and do the tree in the past, but generally they are brought in from elsewhere to do uh, to do the show. But it, can I say one other sure. thing?
3: No, the actually, orchestra looked miserable.
1: Well, yeah, they did.
3: <laughs> there was that one violinist that looked like she was really happy to be there, and then everybody else. Well, looked, that was
1: the that was the first <laughs> chair she got to shake the conductor's hand.
3: Yes, that was it.
1: But the 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 orchestra was also pretty damn on point. They were good. Well, I mean,
3: it's Disney; they're not going to fuck that up, of all things.
1: No, it was a lot of fun. We encourage you go over to our Facebook group. We'll pin the post to the show so that you guys can watch it it was amazing um, and then maybe we'll even pin the comment section to go along with it so you can watch it as it was going it was pretty epic uh, and don't forget to join us the next time we do a live commentary on uh, on the Disney Parks blogs, live shows whatever it is because
0: next. we'll mention it about I don't know Two hours three before, we before it to do happens, it. <laughs> so you got to be on the page all the time, waiting for that newest stuff. You do, you do, because <laughs> we suck at that
1: shit. But that's the point: is you do need to be on the page. If you're not on the page every day, you're missing out, man. You're missing out. Oh, Go over gosh. to Facebook group, facebook.com, slash group slash three sheets. That's where you're gonna find all the shenanigans. It's a lot of fun. We have so much fun over there doing um, doing the debaucheries, shenanigans,
0: shenaniganery,
1: the shenaniganery, shenaniganery. Is that what that's what I've always and, called.
4: In uh general uh what's the word? Shenanigans. Malcontent? No.
1: Malcontent. Malcontent? <laughs> Malcontent? No.
3: That's like legalese. We don't.
1: Discourse. Want to.
3: We have a lawyer <laughs> as a host. Discourse. General
0: discourse. We do discourse,
1: discourse? of Disney things. <laughs> Debaucherism. 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 We do that. Ooh. We do that infrequently.
0: We have a PhD in debaucherology. <laughs> we do. I got we. a debach a debaucherates.
3: does that work I don't know yes I like it I'm going with it I want a hat (laughs)
1: Mikey you are a debacle laureate
0: summa cum loud right in my margarita (laughs) Um, so go over there good thing it wasn't made with that ron de jeremy
1: (laughs) oh god that's all I needed (laughs) oh if you enjoy this right here you will enjoy the Three Sheets Facebook group. If you enjoy
0: this,
3: please seek help. <laughs> <laughs> there is no hope for you. There is no cure.
0: Pay your therapist. That's right. We are not going to support you. We are going to enable the shit out of whatever you're <laughs> yeah, trying yes. to get away from.
1: <laughs> yes. Uh, we don't know how to but fix if you, things. We just make them. But if you, do, if you do enjoy this kind of discussion, go over to the Facebook group, facebook.com slash groups slash Three Sheets. That's where it all happens. We have so much fun over there. Uh, the... The... Myriad of three sheeters will testify that we are there Saturday night because it gets crazy over there. Uh, I want to thank. I I, I do want to take this point to thank Josh Wozni, our social chair. He is the L Woods of the group. All
3: right, I am I am making a formal movement. Well, thank you for stealing my closing remarks.
1: Well, we can we can. You don't have to do this closing remarks. This deserves more than closing remarks. So no, Tim and Adam, I am making a Tim formal n- movement. Go, right go now. for. It.
3: That we um, nominate Josh Wozni to be, or Wozny, I'm probably saying his fucking name wrong, I'm sorry. Um, No, it's Josh, Um, you're right. (laughs) To our new head of HR for recruitment and everything else.
1: He he has pink paper and he dresses in pink stuff and carries a flag.
4: Well, listen, it's one thing to see him in the group go and recruit people from other... Disney Group schools shall not be named, mm-hmm. but it's something else to see him actually do it in person. <laughs> He's awesome. He's just an awesome guy. He is.
1: Know. Look, if anyone lives, breathes, three sheets, it's him, man.
4: Listen, he had on a he had on a, a Disney ugly sweater, Christmas ugly sweater yesterday, and somebody in commented on his ugly Christmas sweater, and he recruited him and his yep. wife. They're there. He actually the wife actually get to choose a number to
3: figure out Todd's um, RAH gift. There yeah. you go.
4: They're, they're DVC, they're AP, they're Run Disney, and they're something else that I forgot. That, um, Chase Visa. Uh,
1: Tim, Tim, most importantly, <laughs> they're one of us now. One, one of, of, us. of us. One of, one of us. us. <laughs> uh, no, Josh Josh has done a tremendous job. Like Josh. You want the praise in HR? You want the yeah, well like our HR department. Thank God we have a an actually HR department that I don't hate anymore.
0: Toby. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the last the last one, Toby, I did not clash with at all.
3: No, not you. No, no. not me.
1: <laughs> if you want to be like Josh, if you want to be an awesome cheater, go out and recruit. Send your friends here. But Mikey, what do they need to do?
0: Answer the three questions. Don't just invite them and say, hey, I'm going to add you to this thing, and don't tell them to, because we have three stupid, simple questions. Answer them. Complete sentences, please, or I'll, I'll probably make fun of your ass when I welcome you to the group. But uh, answer the questions so we know that you want to be here and don't just sit there in the queue because then we just think we're not doing our our job very well. But in actuality, it's you that failed for not telling them to answer the questions. Or you picked a lazy motherfucker that doesn't
3: want to go answer questions.
1: And in that case? Just for the body count.
3: That gets a delete. I don't delete them. I just wait for them to fall away.
4: They don't fall away. They don't fall away. Scott deletes them. They don't fall away.
1: I give them a week. Yeah, they don't fall away. They'll stay they're...
4: there for eternity. <laughs> yeah, but Scott deletes them. I give they're them a week. fed Up with seeing them in the game. They're cave. like funky
0: moles that you get growing on like your feet and <laughs> your ears and shit as you get older. I away.
4: honestly thought they
3: just oh if nobody answers and nobody approves it they fall nope. off. No, Scott deletes I them. I delete no, them. If you don't
1: answer in a week, you're not getting in. You're not getting in. <laughs> Bye, Felicia. That's awesome. And nobody got time for that. (laughs) That's right. So, like, like Mikey said, make sure your friends answer the question. So tonight, Mikey, uh, when can I? When? Yeah, it's your turn. When can I order my "Every Parent Can Order Tequila" shirt? Uh, soon. Disney
3: Soon. 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 Disney, Disney soon. Disney soon. <laughs> like, yes. like like BSEA.
0: You know what? I'll make a formal so announcement a- at, the April D23, uh, <laughs> at the next of 23 expo.
3: At the next E twenty three episode. We'll broadcast it for the following year sometime.
0: Look 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 for a <laughs> teaser to come out on Chip and Co.
1: You, you, can, uh, you I'll, can
0: I'll leak an image. <laughs> to wdwnt
1: (laughs) those those t-shirts will be available in spring summer fall of 2019 Uh, (laughs) they'll come out just
0: before it's irrelevant
1: (laughs) hey remember that guy So uh, I just wasn't
0: at home so I couldn't do the the design and I knew that as soon as he said every parent can order tequila I thought oh that fuck <laughs> <laughs> That's my exact thought process because you know so yeah it'll happen I've also I've also got to do a t-shirt for something that involves people that run and Disney, Star Wars, I don't know.
4: Um, yeah, well, that's coming soon. I, I know. Say,
0: oh, don't, don't, don't worry, Tim. Know. <laughs> he knows, I it's, knows. it's mentioned up. <laughs>
4: frequently. I, well, I know. <laughs> Mrs. Wizard Hunt got you one. She's
1: got him on lock. A short leash with that um, one. I will say, Mikey, the the one shirt that I wore uh, at Disney last uh, last November that got the most well, I'd response. I'd probably take
0: more than one.
1: Was the Rivera Tequila?
0: Yes. Like I was, I was down
1: in the Living Seas area, parking the stroller, and a cast member said, "Hey, this guy gets it. Are you bringing us tequila?" And I said, "I will if you want me to." (laughs)
0: <laughs> i'll no. be that guy i'll run it across the pond if you'll drink it with me hell
1: yeah won't. I won't
3: you you can't be that guy because then we have other issues
1: <laughs> I, I, I honestly that got the most response everybody loved that shirt so tequila is great is what we're saying make it is make tequila you, great again I'm No, mugged. tequila has always been great <laughs> <laughs> that's right adam it has and it will
0: yeah, it it doesn't do anything to me. So as we no. yeah
1: uh, yeah no no response from Tequila Man whatsoever. So as we finish up no. tonight's show, uh, I want to say, Tim, it is time for some closing remarks.
4: Well, you stole mine. But since I've had thirty three percent alcohol, if you go by Farnie math, Farnie math, ten <laughs> plus ten <laughs> equals twenty yep, percent. Eleven times three. We had just had a great weekend with some shooters in Hershey and. We got some great weekends coming up. We got the New York City shoot up. We got NOLA. Which is going to be insane.
0: Someone's getting arrested. Oh, yeah. No. Oh, God, Don't yeah. Say Don't say Absolutely. that.
4: Don't say that. Absolutely. Say that. <laughs> There's not a doubt in my mind that. You know what?
1: Not if you if, if someone is not being hosed down by that lime scented whatever they put on the streets in, in Bourbon Street in the morning.
0: That's urine, I think. <laughs> oh, you said urine. in the morning. <laughs> okay. In the Sorry. morning. <laughs> mm, okay. Lime-scented gotcha. urine. Essentially, hot.
1: they hose they Bourbon Street down with this, like, lime-scented sanitizer thing.
0: Is that the green soap that the, that's all they had when you were in grade school <laughs> uh, uh, and you had a cut or an
3: abrasion in the yeah. playground? And they put it green soap on me. it? That just scares me so much that they actually have to clean the uh, street with, like, hand sanitizer. You, <laughs> you, <laughs> hand sanitizer. you <laughs> will <laughs> find
4: out. <laughs> But luckily, we're going before Mardi Grasso. <laughs> yeah, it,
1: it's every day, Tim. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm scared now. <laughs> Tim, Tim has been living in three sheets debauchery. Bourbon Street debauchery is a whole other level. It's the big show.
4: I'm, I, I, I'm going to rely on our host, the Burks, to get us through this without being dead uh, without being dead. <laughs> <laughs> being
1: dead well they will do their best to make sure that happens <laughs> don't
4: make us dead Sydney Brett
1: <laughs> so looking forward to uh... mostly dead <laughs> yeah mostly dead yes because I... there's somewhat dead and there's all the way dead How but this we is mostly we definitely
3: said to leave not to love <laughs> 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 to blave which means to
0: bluff <laughs> Oh, we we we'll, we'll fucking we can go start to finish. We'll recite that whole movie. Yeah, right we now.
1: will. Yeah, do dude,
3: yep. have fun storing the castle. Anyway, let's <laughs> All
1: right, so Tim, Tim, we do we do look I'm forward. i with the brute
0: squad. You are the brute squad.
1: <laughs> we do look forward to hearing your stories from your stories of recovery, I should say, from Nola when you get back from that in February.
4: Recovery is not going to happen. Let's just say that Recovery's That's not right. going to happen for
1: Nola. Uh, by the way, your next trip in March is at the uh, Reflections, the Disney Lakeside community. <laughs> Absolutely. April. We might, we might change our my, April reservation. April, okay. So, Adam, how about you? Give me some closure does, marks. Does, does he have a Betty Ford? Reflections. <laughs> it, <laughs> it, <laughs> it, it opens in fall of 2020.
3: Okay. It's like creepy guy from
4: the addiction show.
3: Um,
1: Adam, give me some closure remarks <laughs> tonight.
3: Alright, so I honestly don't know where to begin at this point because we had a blast just this past weekend with everybody. I'm glad everybody who showed up, showed up. Um, There's a lot of meetups coming up. All of a sudden, people are setting up their own meetups, which is really blowing my mind. So, Sheeters, if you are down there, please let somebody know. If you're interested in setting up your own cheat Up, please let me know. I will try to get that posted to the page, or at least to the events page. Now for the big news.
1: Huh?
3: It looks like we have our next big sheet up in Disney World.
1: Plans. Oh, yes. We do. Misses me by a week. It lo- <laughs> A week? <laughs> Six days!
3: <laughs> it looks like it's going to be Wednesday, September
1: 18th. Oh, no. Through ten, the 22nd. Ten days, then. Ten days.
4: Right.
1: You're off the hook. You're off the hook, Adam. Yeah. Put, put your guilt away. Well,
3: it's not guilt because I said something that I now officially have to eat my words
1: on. Uh, Yeah, you did. So back on episode 92, (laughs) uh, which was not that long ago, Adam and Tim, we talked about the DVC Moonlight Magic and how... Oh, we'll never plan a. Uh...
4: No, that's my words. I have to eat no. my words. No, a- Tim has to eat his Tim, words. Yeah. I said Adam said he would. I said I would not. And and well, truth be told, I didn't plan it. Adam still planned it. Oh, <laughs> it was him and Brent.
1: Yeah. <laughs> You're okay. You know what, Adam? You don't have to take Tim. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> <laughs> no, he does. But
4: I didn't plan it, so I'm, I'm still in the clear. You're just
2: an
3: accessory. So, yeah, yes. and all of your hardware is. I was kind of battling between Christmas time or the September time. Mm-hmm. And, well, Partysaurus Rex wins, and that's all I got to say about that. So, yeah, what up, fishes? That's it, yeah. September. Next big shoot up in Disney World. We will, more plans will be announced once it gets a little bit closer. Um, we're looking at There's doing another big dining event. I don't know quite where yet. So, okay. So, the, recommendations So,
1: this one will be okay. uh, this one will be September eighteenth through the twenty second. It's a uh, four mm-hmm. four nights, eight magical days at the Walt yes. Disney World. Thirty
3: seven magical That's days, right? Thank you, and twenty two magical nights.
1: <laughs> it's the uh, it's the, the the end of September it is going to be a lot of fun a big summer big summer, blowout. <laughs> yes, a big summer blowout so this will this will be basically I mean the main the main thing you guys are doing is you guys are going down for DVC Moonlight Magic uh, because Adam needs to realize what Disney stole from us mm-hmm. and the party exactly. source Rex and uh, they're going to go over to Typhoon Lagoon for some Moonlight Magic and uh, have some glow sticks and bubble parties.
3: Yes, it'll, it'll reoccur my rave days of the uh, early 2000s. Adam, so. <laughs> bring a
1: small bottle of Dawn, just a small one. You really don't need a big one. And just throw it in the deep end of that wave pool, man, and let it go. <laughs> it'll be bubbles for no, days.
3: Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing everybody again. Down to Disney for those who can make it. For those who can't, I'm pretty sure three, three hosts are confirmed going at this point. So
1: yeah, yeah, three, three of the five of us are going. So three fifths—that's the majority rules.
3: Yes, and we're looking forward to seeing you all at the other sheet ups as well. We have Nola, like Tim said, we also have the New York City sheet up to see the um, Mickey experience. Yeah, yeah, the Mickey's birthday, thing, experience the Mickey thing. pop-up thing in. Off of 10th Ave in New York City, so whatever you can make, great. Mary if uh, Yeah, and, Mar- and, and, and Mary Poppins, the and you movie. You
1: can see Miranda.
3: Uh, can we take a second to talk about how he's been nominated for a
1: Golden Globe
4: already for that role?
1: Uh, that's because he's amazing.
4: And it's been nominated for Best Picture already and hasn't been even
1: been Wait, again. seriously?
3: Yeah, it's okay. been nominated for Best Picture.
1: That's kind of awesome. See? Like, what... Uh, we'll have to
3: She's been nominated you know for best actress. You know what? We're gonna
1: have to do a, We're gonna have to do a, uh, a quickie on that because I want to talk about that because that's the first okay. Disney best picture in a long time since Beauty and the Beast. I think.
3: I was just gonna say since Beauty and the that I can think of off the top of my or no, Lion. No, Lion because, uh, King. Lion
1: King was nominated for best picture. I think because there was no animated. There careful, was no animated though, because this feature. is.
3: This is people. What, which award was it? Golden Globes. Globes. So that's not okay. the same. Well, we'll, as the... we'll find
1: out because it's not animation technically. We'll find out in March if that is the thing.
3: And we'll find out soon if you all see it yeah. together. The first one that makes fun of me for crying is going to get punched in the uh, face.
1: I will probably cry. <laughs>
3: <laughs> and I'm looking forward to meeting all of y'all. I can't honestly say that I always was in this position. Mikey can attest to how I didn't want to meet anyone at one point. <laughs> and I wanted to live in my own little world of not meeting anybody else. I met enough people. It's all And truth. now I can honestly say <clears throat> that that's not the case. Y'all are freaking awesome. Yeah, off three sheets
1: is a gateway drug. I hear mu-
0: tell Adam is actually opening doors for people on the street and engaging in conversation <laughs> <No>. with <laughs> random strangers at no. Starbucks. That no, that's not happening. Now yet. you're taking it with Oh, fuck. <laughs> <is> <laughs> He, but he I, I, really, I, I want to say I had a conversation with
3: everybody this weekend. There was not <laughs> one person I did not speak to. And for me, that's a major accomplishment. So I'm taking it. So Mikey,
1: let's finish this night up. I've, Fucking three times? How many closing <laughs> do I have to say? Jeez. Third time's a charm. Third time's a charm. Time's charm. You, got to, you, you got to talk about the Candlelight Processional. You got to talk about yeah. Magic Meltdown. Now give me I some closing remarks tonight. And then I
0: had to say something about something else. And now I'm just going to say, hey, you know what? Thanks.
1: So you stole Thanks. Pop-Up's line.
0: No, he went. And you stole his. <laughs> so...
1: I did. From all of us here at Three Sheets and Mouse, thank you for making our show part of your Disney life. Thank you for your time this time, and until next time, so long for just a while. I did. But no one's going to steal my line because I'm going to say, thanks for my time, thanks for this time, <laughs> and, time and thanks and for time, this time. This time, time with the 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 that time, with Sometimes
4: the time. Sometimes
3: I cook with time. <laughs> Timey-wimey,
0: whipply wobbly. <laughs>
4: rosemary and time. Time
0: after time. You
4: forgot. Little you love forgot her. personally My favorite
0: sage. actress
3: is Time Daily. There was that one time at band camp.
1: I'll just just sit here and wait, because I edit the show. (laughs) (laughs) I will say, uh, it's been fun talking. Scott, take your time. It's It's been fun. (laughs) Son of a bitch.